just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, March 5th, episode 123, 12.09 p.m. And welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for all the social and political commentary on the weekly news, pop culture, and sports, as much as it as you can handle. And the best part about the whole deal, it's all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and that pursuit of happiness and continue our endless endeavor to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. And I am Donovan. And today we have got a special show coming up for you. Uh, we're going to play around with something new that we're going to explain here in a little bit. But uh, before we dive into that, a little bit of what we're going to get into today. We've got four main segments, four main segments coming up. We're going to have our standard pre-showy, pop culture local politics stuff. we got some major movement in legislation regarding Second Amendment in our state. Yep. We'll cover that here in just a bit. Then we're going to take a little break. Then we're going to be talking about the State of the Union. And then we're going to come back after we're done with that. We're going to take a little break and come back and we're talking about the Ukraine and Russia yep. situation, a.k.a. Uh, yeah, dark times. And then uh, we're going to take one last break before we come back and hit uh, some grab bag stuff and hit some sports and get out of here. Yes. Yee. So, anyways, I feel like I am forgetting to mention something all of a sudden. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. no that's it. Uh, before we move on, we're going to go over the structure of the show because we're going to use things, mm. like you said, a little bit differently today. I do want to remind everyone to go ahead and like, comment, subscribe to what you have going on here. We are growing slowly. Thank you to everyone who is helping us, who is joining us. And make sure that you go to our Patreon also. We have patreon.com slash salt of the streets. Also, we have YouTube, obviously, where you're watching this now. Instagram.com slash salt of the streets. Facebook, fuck Facebook.com uh, slash salt of the streets. You can find all this on saltofthestreets.com, including our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is a big bird, big bird offie on both of those things. I could be big butt offie if you want. Big That's butt offie if we want him to be. <laughs> we had uh, the first review preview show drop on the first. That yes. was for last month's book in the book club. It was In Order to Live by Yemeni Park. And this month's book is The Indifferent Stars Above by Daniel James Brown. So go there and check out the review preview. Get started. It's only a few days in when it's the fifth. So you have plenty of time if you want to get started on that book. It was fantastic. Yeah. I finished it very quickly. Um <laughs> We have. I love it. It's the fifth. You're like, yeah, I've, I've finished it real uh, quick. It was oh, really good. I haven't finished it yet. I'm still reading it actively. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't finished it yet. I'm still reading. Um, I would say, if you're going to just like hammer one out real quick and then do it again before the month is over, I mean, you're just going to have that much more detail, yeah, bro. Yeah, I may be reading four <laughs> books at one time. It's, I may have added a fourth book to the repertoire. It's pretty bad. It's gotten toy It's gotten horrible. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's so funny. We had the beer show that dropped last night that you Yay. did, obviously. That was for Thaw Out. That Silver Thaw City Beer behind out. us. Um, so Colin asked that. We have the clips that are coming out every day. And, of course, we have the newsletter that comes out on the end of the month, the very last day. So we had one that dropped on the 28th. Go there. It's an article written by me and also an article written by Colin. It's there. It's beautiful. My article this month was called, If You Do Not Try, I Will Not Comply, which is Mm -hmm. very prevalent today. And what was the name of your article? I'm sorry. The name was... Uh, you know, give me. It was called Colin's article. No, I have I it here. Up on, right here. It was having on my computer. It's no problem. Yeah, I was like, it's someone. It, it's Number oh, it's uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's Something about, doesn't make sense because it, it, it doesn't. Because it talking doesn't. about Ukraine and the Russian invasion and some just some weird weird situations going on in yes. there. Yes, you know, yeah. stuff. We'll we will talk about in third segment today. 
Um, we're going to be bringing up a, a lot about that. There's yes. there's so much, so many different angles to talk about there. Yeah. So the segments that you were talking about, we are going to try a new structure for today's show. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, yeah, you notice, I like, I went to go. Traditionally, we always introduce the topics real quick, right. and then we dive, and then it's like, wait a minute. Right. If I introduce the topics too much. I don't want to do anyway. No, so, no yeah, problem. new stuff, fun stuff. Yes. So traditionally, the way that we've done it is obviously we have a pre-show. We'll take a break. We'll start a new stream, and then we'll do the regular show. So what yeah. we're going to do now is we're going to do one. I called it a mega cast. The when mega I, cast. Yeah, a mega stream when I first laid it out for you. And instead, we're going to kind of compress the two, right? So it's not going to end up being twice as long or anything like that. I think it may end up being a little bit shorter no. um, than two episodes, I mean. And so the way that we're going to do it is we're going to have – segments as you said and we're not going to stop the stream in between segments we're going to just kind of pause and have a little screen come up we're going to take a three minute break three minutes right we may come back quicker than that but that is the Mm -hmm. most we will take is three minutes and then we'll come back and we'll start the next segment right all one stream all continuous no one has to go anywhere no one has to worry anything about it we're going to have some and we're trying to get some different music and stuff for you in between there Mm. we can probably eventually uh figure out playing different videos as the breaks you know that would be nice so it would be nice yeah i'm sure that there's no problem doing that maybe a little Um, promos and little clippies exactly exactly clippies um shooting footage things like that if that sounds good to you guys let us know what you'd want to see in our little break times. Yes. And if, also... Uh, <laughs> whatever we do, please don't say skits. Because as no. much fun as that would be, you need to pay us to do those. Okay? Yes. That, that would be great. I'd love to do that all day so and show sure. Crowder how it's done. But we're, we need paid first. Some of those are real bad. <laughs> Some of the ones are so, real yeah, bad. So. I don't want to get into it. So make sure you go to the Patreon. If you want to see skits, go to the Patreon. Be a patron. Help us make more of our content. Do it. That's how you get there. Because so, I want to make um, them. I'm just saying. Just not until we'll it's do my it. job. <laughs> we have the creativity for it. Um, yeah, so with that, the segments, as you said, this mm-hmm. week, we're going to have a start with our pre-show-ish type segment here. Next, we'll talk about the State of the Union. Third will be Russia and the Ukraine. And after that, we have a grab bag. We're going to talk about some child tax credit, right? Some of the, mm. uh, like, the policy in it's general. brought up during the State of the Union. Um, yeah, exactly. The PRO Act and a Rubio bill that came up. And then also a bill, two bills that came up to stop trading, stock trading within Congress. So we're going to be talking about those things. It's going to be fantastic. We I'm going to be really interested in... Um, at some point one day people comparing our our views on stock trading the stuff today compared to what it god i know we've talked about this stuff in the past back before it was ever really in the mainstream of the conversation like because nancy pelosi and all these politicians have been making they've been becoming like multi-millionaires over you know six-figure salaries and things like that and it hasn't changed and i know we've talked about it like way back in the og day so i'd be really curious right for for like an og fan one day to go back and dive into that and start showing like a like a progress meter of you know you know you're just going to be like shooting far right every day farther (laughs) (laughs) they're like this got really bad really like i don't understand yeah but yeah i i'm really excited to talk about that just because i feel like it's been a long time since me and you really dived into that kind of stuff it's it's real philosophical so I'm, i'm excited to talk about that in uh in the closeout and then, of course, the end of that last segment will be sports. Yes. And we got a few action stuff coming on in, in the sports world. Yep. A couple little things going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have um, – I haven't watched any of the Combine, but the Combine is happening. Mark Madness is coming up, things like that. So, we will be fun. Yeah, I'm, this I'm, will, I'm stoked about it. This will also give us the freedom, just so everyone knows, this will give us the freedom to have probably more guests. Because yeah. there are a lot of people who just aren't able to make you know an entire show work. And so this will give us freedom to have more guests for one segment, people that come in and stream with us for one segment, and then they can leave and we can keep going. You know what I'm saying? So we'll have lots of 
lots more things like that coming on. I think will be excellent. We will also hit the comments in the beginning of every new segment. So if there's any comments or any questions or anything like that, we will hit them in the beginning of every segment. It's going to be fantastic. I also want to remind you guys, before we start on this stuff here, Swab Blended in a few weeks if you need a haircut. Location Skate Shop if you need to skateboard. Lexi Kyle on Twitch if you want to watch some gaming. And then, of course, leggings and aprons on Instagram only for the next few weeks because she's getting pretty pregnant. So yeah, we're, we're closing in on, on the on the last uh, days to order. So Dude, it was um, not that long ago where she was, like, not pregnant at all. Right. I feel like it was, like, last episode and not pregnant at all. And then last weekend we all got together and it's like, damn, yeah. you ready to pop, girl. Yes. Just, and- it's that perfectly rounded beach ball. Ready yeah. to just, yeah. And she's still got <laughs> three months left, you know. Um, so there's still, still lots still of time. time. Yeah, and then still it's time then to it's cook. just gonna be. Well, right? that's, that's we how that works. That's what we're hoping. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking this morning. She's the baby sits so low, mm-hmm. um, and she's already we got her head down and everything. So I told Jordan, I was like, hopefully you'll be able to just kind of squat and cough, and she'll just fall <laughs> right out of there, you know, and it'll be okay. Like, hopefully that's that's all that it'll take. Did this that time come around. from that, that book that you're reading now? Did the, the term <laughs> squat and cough come from that? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's more of a prison thing, but. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a good show, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Let's, oh. start with a, let's start with a shot. We need a shot here. here. Cheers, so, buddy. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. To liberty. To liberty. Mm. And my outfit today is not um, by accident. I'm purposely wearing Rebels. It's nice. Because of all the uh, anti-Empire talk that I anticipate today. Yeah. So you know what? Because I feel everywhere when we talk about our state of the union, I feel like I'm talking about the Empire. The state of the union, our own state. Um, yeah, the state here, of our true union. Yeah, here's hoping, Jordan says. Here's hoping. Sorry, Chloe. Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squat and cop. Um, squat so cop. let's just start here. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Right, this is how we started most shows here. Let me ask you this, Colin. We pride ourselves on being an objective show and objective people, right? And that's how we build the show. That's how we mm-hmm. live our lives. Um, if we're an objective show, why do we focus or talk so much about the left? Hmm. Well, if we're an objective show, yes, that would... That would, to me anyways, it would, it would be because uh, obviously we feel more threatened by the ideas being spouted by the left. Yeah. If, if we were threatened by the ideas being spouted by the right, which we are, just not as often, obviously, then we'd be talking about them. Right. I mean, I'm going to be talking all sorts of shit today on the right-wing people and the neocons and that old-school conservative stuff today, especially when we're talking about Ukraine and Russia. But for the most part, the... I hesitate to use the term the threat, but in a ideological kind of, you know, sense, that threat is coming from the left. Right. The left is attacking my liberties and my rights. Right now, the right's not doing that. They're mostly just shutting up and some of them are kind of supporting them. So that's right. why we talk so much shit on the left. I like it. right now. I like it. And I would also point out to anybody who says that, mm-hmm. um, that, Slam dunk. Yes. No, that's that's an excellent <laughs> answer. I'd also point out, um, from the time that we started the show until Trump got out of office, we shat on Donald Trump 
for that entire time. There, yeah, yeah. Not, not that there were not things that we did not support, because certainly there were. But we talked. There's there is a, there is a quote even from me. I couldn't tell you what episode it is, but I know that it exists because Kyle brought it up to me once mm-hmm. where we were doing the show, and I said, "God, I hope a Democrat wins next time, so we can shit on him too." Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah I yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. and the very next week I was at work, and Kyle said, "You said this," and I thought it was so funny, you know. And that's the only reason I know for sure I said that. So that's great. Yes, and I also wrote down. Um, I'll read exactly what what i wrote here um i would argue the left's embrace of marxism slash socialism is more of a concern than the fringe right marxism is actively growing at a faster rate um, in my opinion it is tougher to defeat than far-right extremism yeah and i would add on to that to also indicate and think when you really listen to the minds that talk about this stuff like james Lindsay and peter gozian and the the deep academic intellectuals will will teach you that what we see on the surface as being a threat and the things that we're talking about now now in like the ideological battlefield if you will is only literally the tip of the iceberg there's an entire subculture and substructure i mean where do you think the humanity's career path came from it was it was when people like me were looking at going to college and their parents or their you know whatever it was was talking about like why would you want to go get a degree in underwater basket weaving or whatever it is you go you get some bullshit humanities degree and there's no jobs out there for you except oh wait you get enough of them they're going to create a market for it right this didn't exist 20 years ago but all the foundation was laid to the point where we have institutions now that are built by this and we're just now it's that uh the 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 ocean volcano has finally peaked above the surface but you have an entire foundation to fight against for probably the next few decades right james Lindsay has an entire podcast new discourses that he reads and breaks down different marxist papers socialist mm-hmm. papers all those things he reads through them breaks them down so that they're easier to understand it's a fantastic podcast for anybody especially parents because what's he, it called again it's called new discourses new discourse and especially for parents because he focuses so much on schools and children mm-hmm. um that i would recommend that to anybody there are the episodes are about an hour hour and a half pretty standard um podcast length episodes and yeah they're they're i don't know he doesn't even do videos like he does youtube shows but it's just a picture and then his podcast Mm so um, but i would recommend that to anybody who is starting to see the threat feel the threat doesn't really understand exactly what's happening but knows Mm -hmm. that they're uncomfortable with what's happening yeah New Discourses is a great place for you to go. There's a lot of very introductory things. What is critical race theory? What are these things? You know, breaking mm-hmm. them down by the actual people who wrote the papers, who made the arguments. He's breaking down their arguments to explain to you exactly what they're saying. Yeah, it's funny. He was on uh, the IRL podcast just last on night. Friday. Yeah, yeah. and I did not, get, did not get to watch it. Oh, it's I pretty damn good. I love, I'm in it's, love with James Lindsay. And it will, like it wasn't too contemporary which is nice so it it'll it'll still serve you good on monday when you have time at work or whatever it's a great one but the dude is just a he's a living encyclopedia against critical theory yes and i mean this is the guy we've i think we talked about the time but him and his partners uh peter gozian and heller pluck rose yes helen pluck rose wrote these series of papers back in i don't know when was it it was years ago at this point when the when the theory the critical theory was really I think starting it was like to be 2017 out there. um i think it was around mm-hmm. then and it was like they wrote these bullshit papers totally made up all the things and just made it all fancy used the right language i think they did one where they converted hitler's manifesto into like um 
like its own version of like a leftist propaganda thing, right. and they submitted them through the academies. They were fucking peer reviewed, and they got approved. And they were like, "Oh, hey, by the way, this is a hoax." Yeah, we gotcha. One of the papers was about how the penis is a social construct, and another the, one like the, was the um, dog park one killed. Yeah, me. yeah, and that's what I was just going to say. One. The dog park one was about rape culture. I gotta at, see if I can find the, the at title. Dog parks. Um, carried out by people where they said that they went and inspected the genitals of like i don't know a, a ridiculous amount of dogs like a hundred thousand dogs or something like that and went to all these different parks and interrogated the owners and and it, it was dude it was so it, great it, absolutely bizarre absolutely bizarre and it was accepted into an actual journal for for critical theory you know and so all of this was done in an effort like you said to point out how ridiculous these fields are that they aren't the purveyors of these fields and of these ideologies are not even able to decipher what is bullshit and what is real. And that's how ridiculous those it was my comp that they did that. Yes. My and they Kampf. turned it into the, they just changed it to feminist language. Yes. Um, man, but the, I can't find the name of the papers right now. I had them written down. Somewhere. They're so um, long and complicated, but they're all about these like various grievance studies. Um, yes. And if you, if you Google search grievance studies, hoax, then you'll you'll come across some of these things but yeah it was uh, at some point throughout we'll find the it. episode yeah, i'm gonna we'll find, find it because they're too good man they're yeah too no good. we'll find them um, oh, the second part that i want to ask you about let me ask you this right mm -hmm. feeds to your question that so now let me ask you this right with the insane um oh jesus with the insane tensions right is the conservative war hawkery no fly zones things like that a more immediate threat Right. And I think that you answered that, that it is you're, you're going to be talking a lot about that today. Yeah. You know, that yeah. we are not afraid. And the whole point of the podcast is to talk about what is threatening your liberty. Mm -hmm. Right. And we discussed that last week in general terms, more about Joe Biden, because at the time, the administration was seemed like they were really pushing forward, pushing for war, you know, and now that it's going on now that war is happening, we're seeing people, people from both sides of the aisle arguing for it for different reasons. Yeah. But some of the more bold actions that we're going to get into later, like you said, are, are coming from a lot of the conservatives, Republicans that are talking about no-fly zones, things like that, things that need to be enforced oh, by yeah. American military that would unquestionably enter us into a direct war with Russia. Yep. Um, so we're going to be getting into a lot of those things later. Um, My commentary magazine boys are uh, having a real hard time right now because, you know, I mean, they're old neocons, except for, like, Noah and, like, Abe has got a good head on his shoulders, too, but, you know, good old John Podhorns is like, Let's do it, bro. Let's do this. But, oh, wait, we can't do this because World War Three, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's really interesting, and we'll, we will discuss it again later. But the, 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 like the 180 change coming from a lot of these people Dark. that were like, you know, within, I don't know, when the, was Af Afghanistan? February-ish last? January. January. It was in January. No, 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 no. The withdrawal was in August. August. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. Not that long ago, right. people were giving him a bunch of shit for that, all this stuff. The concept of even pulling out. And now they're like, oh, yeah, let's start another one. Let's do it. So it'll it'll be really inter interesting to talk about there. But um, And some of the anti-war voices are kind of surprising, too. But that's really what this is coming down to. It's like, who who's okay with uh, – who thinks it's okay to have war right now? And who is like, no, this is a really bad idea. I don't care how we do this, but this cannot happen. Right. Because I was having a conversation with uh, Carolina yesterday about this. Nobody that is alive today, except for a very few older people, have any concept of the devastation 
and the bloodshed that a world war could mean. Right. Because as bad and bloody and terrible as Vietnam was, and I think we all know how passionately passionately you see that that travesty of Vietnam, and we've talked about it before, a world war in 2022 is going to make that look beyond. like fucking yeah. playtime. Way you know? that. And, and no, nobody in our generation can even comprehend. Oh. And it, war is just a thing that we do over in the Middle East that we don't ever have to worry about. Right. This is real shit. But... We'll get into that we'll later. Yep. We keep Indeed. saying that. Indeed. Yeah. I got I to veer away. He's, he's excited. Maybe. I want to talk to you real quick about some pop culture then. Yes. Um, have you, just off the top of your head, have you watched any major movies or anything over the last couple of weeks? Yes. So I watched several, and I made sure that I made a list of them, right? I watched Watchmen twice because I watched it one by myself, and then I you watched too. it the next day, yep. and then I told and Jordan we did not I plan it. that. No. It just <laughs> happened that way. Yep. And then I told Jordan that I watched it, so she wanted to watch it. She loves Watchmen. So we watched that again. Um I watched a movie called The Darkest Hour. Ooh. Um, yes, yes. The yes. Uh, 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 Churchill movie. Yes, exactly. Is that the Gary Oldman one, or is I that the know. other it's, one? It, whoever plays... Darkest Hour, I think... Whoever plays Commissioner movie. Gordon that's, in the Dark Knight series... Yeah. That's who plays Churchill yeah. in this. That's... Uh, oh, God. But I, yeah, I couldn't name? tell you what his name is. I, I'm blanking on it. You just showed him to me last week. Yeah. In whatever movie you were talking about, in like Gary in, Oldman. Gary yes, Oldman. So you're right. Yeah, Gary you're Oldman. right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. It was uh, incredible. That was a very good movie. I was. It, it took me a minute to get into it, mm-hmm. but once I was watching, I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Um, I don't know because there's two of them. There's yeah, there's Darkest Hour in 2017, and then there was. Oh wait, no. It's one that just came out within the last like year or two, right? Yeah, and that's but that's a different Darkest Hour. Yeah, but there's two Churchill movies, and I'm yes. trying to they have different actors. Yeah, and uh, they're both great movies. I will say that obviously, but like I remember the other one. I don't remember the actor. I want to say he's from like Frasier or some shit. I'll find it eventually, but I actually like that version better than Darkest Hour, even though I think when you you stack them up. That'd be a fun one to like watch both of them and then like just try Fuck to see yeah. which one can get because it's like by a hair. Right. One of them wins by a hair, and I'd be curious which one. But that's a great movie, man. Um, and I don't know great movie that much about World War II. Um, I obviously have the general idea, a probably a deeper idea than most, but still not that much, you know, mm-hmm. especially not from a British perspective, from a UK perspective. So it was interesting just to get more information on that, even if it was just surface level drama stuff. Um, I watched been reading the Lemony Snicket series, right? Mm-hmm. So I watched that movie with Jim Carrey in it after we talked about it last week as you and Carolina are on your Jim Carrey kick. Yeah. Um, me, myself, and I read. That movie's terrible. Um, not me, myself, <laughs> no, yeah, I read. Yeah, the sorry. Lemony Snicket movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> I heard. knew that it was when I watched it, but I watched it again just because I was at work and looking for something non-political, and I was like, this movie is fucking trash. Jim Carrey is great because he is a crazy person. So he is. To, a great crazy person. Yes. Like and the right I'm, kind of crazy. As I'm watching it and as I'm reading the books, I think I'm realizing that the movie, for it to be good, would have to be serious. But the book is not totally serious. Like, the books are have comedy in them, mm-hmm. and he writes the – it's narrated with comedy. So it's supposed to be funny, you know? And that's why it was a good Nickelodeon property because Nickelodeon made that movie. So that's why it was good for them to make it. But you can't <laughs> – you can't take this book and convert it into a movie for it to be good because the type of humor <laughs> that's there is yeah. not going to translate into a movie. It's, it's just not. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just not how as many good. fantasy series were made like of books and stuff before Game of Thrones finally nailed it. Like, it's not easy to do that kind of super right. fantastical stuff. Lenny. Lenny's here. Lenny's Shout here. Lenny. Thank what you up, for, Lenny? Thank you for joining us, Lenny. Got a couple of new structure today, some segments and stuff going. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. I'm going to have to think about this Churchill movie thing because I'm, I'm seeing The Gathering again? Storm is another one. Okay. But that's not the one I'm thinking of. And I don't think the one I'm, I'm going to have to do some research on this one. Yeah. The Churchill movie. bothered me. I've seen like a gang of them. I watched them all during COVID. I watched a bunch of Churchill movies and they were all fucking great. I think there's like three. But yeah. But anyways. Um, for Carolina, mm-hmm. the... Churchill movie is The Darkest Hour. The one that I'm talking about with Jim Carrey is... Lemony... Lemony Snicket. It's the series of unfortunate events movie. Yes. Um, and that was on Hulu when I watched it. That one's still there. Netflix mm-hmm. did a series where NPH, Neil Patrick Harris, is Count Olaf, is the Jim Carrey character. Oh. So I'm going to try that again and see how that is. I don't remember that being that good. I've watched part of it because I looked at it on, on Netflix and some mm-hmm. of the episodes are watched. So I know that I've watched it, but I don't remember it being that good or else it would be more memorable mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, I also watched a movie called it's about Vincent Van Gogh where Willem Dafoe plays Vincent Van Gogh. Yes. It's a fucking incredible movie. Absolutely incredible. I have not seen that but I have heard epic things about it. Um, that's funny the the, the Ghetto Boys are like Hey, what time is the podcast? Right now, buddy. Right? It's right now. Now. <laughs> it's hard to communicate with people when they don't have any social media, right? Yes. It's super weird to say that, but it's real. Maybe the one I am thinking, it's got Albert Finney. He's a British dude. Now, these are all like super British actors. I'm telling you, I'm thinking the wrong Churchill. We'll Either figure way. it out. All That's of okay. them are good. Yeah. No, I know it's it's so easy to get stuck, especially something like that. So easy to get like, stuck on it. Moving on. In the of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm closing IMDb. The Willem Dafoe movie, incredible, right? Okay. I don't know fucking shit about Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. I don't know anything about Vincent Van Gogh. But Willem Dafoe um, can do whatever he wants. He's so good. Yes. He's so good. And you know me as far as art goes. You know, I'm just not, a, not an not, emotional not a intaker. Lot of symbolism to be no. had there. But symbolism. I did pick up on some things that I was kind of proud of myself on, Ooh. right? A lot of the paintings and shit like that that oh, Vincent yeah. Van Gogh did have a lot of like yellow hues and like that's a lot of things. He stayed in a yellow house when he did this whole sear when he for like a year when he did, you know, all these paintings and shit and um and a bunch of parts of the movie when you're seeing things from his perspective, there's like a yellow haze over everything, you know? And it was just to like instill like this is how he's seeing the world. The all these yellow hues in his paintings, like that is that was his view of the world and so much of what he was talking about is like i'm just trying to show people how i see the world mm-hmm. and it's so different and it's fucking crazy he's a crazy person you know i have an absolute crazy person is it, um, yeah, it was the, the cut off the ear guy right yeah yeah uh, so yeah. he was he was in according to the movie um he was staying with with another artist that he was like friends with and it kind of seemed like almost like he was like in love with him a little bit um he is a crazy person, so he may have been, but who knows, right? And then that artist wanted to leave. Galgan, I think his name was. He wanted to leave. He had to go somewhere else. He was starting to become more famous. So they had this disagreement, and he cuts his ear off and to try and give it to his friend, and he can't find his friend. The reading that I did said that his friend ran away from him. This just says that he can't find his friend, and so he gave – Vincent Bego gives his ear to a woman who works at a bar who knew his friend also and was like, give this to my homeboy. And 
then he got arrested because he gave a woman his, his ear. ear. It's weird. She was obviously disturbed by it. So <laughs> he was spent some time in a mental institution and then eventually like was allowed to leave and yeah. lived with his brother for a while. And, um, and, and we then, need those people, man. We need those crazy artists because they give yeah. us cool shit. The reading that I did said that he shot himself. The movie that I watched showed that he was like almost like instructing two younger boys and one of them shot him. And then they like buried a bunch of his stuff and um, mm. said that he never mentioned it, but the boys found out about it somehow. There was like a book that he got from someone, an empty book that he filled with drawings over this time that he gave back to the woman and she didn't know that he had drawn in it and it stayed at her house for like over a hundred years and her family found it. Whoa. I think in like 2016 it said. They found a book of like 70 or so drawings that Vincent van Gogh had did of just nature and like shit in the countryside of France. I learned a lot of shit. Honey, we're rich. We're rich. Guess what I found in the basement. So I'm trying to read more about Vincent Van Gogh is what I decided. So if anyone knows any good books on Van Gogh, drop them in the comments here because that'll be my next one, the four (laughs) books. The four books I'm reading, the the baby book, um, The Reptile Room is the one I'm on right now. That's Lemony Snicket book, Mm -hmm. Daniel James Brown. And this one I cracked into today. Oh, the old that U.S. Is, Constitution. It was the Constitution and, and other like writings. a plethora of other writings. Yeah. Because mine is only about that thick, though. The one yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this one has the Mayflower Complex, the Silence Do Good Letters, An Edict by the King of Prussia, mm. give, me, give Me Liberty, Give Me Death, Declaration of Independence, Articles of Confederation, The Treaty of Paris, Virginia Plan, Northwest Ordinance, Constitution, Federalist Papers, George Washington's First Inaugural Address, Bill of Rights, Thomas Jefferson's First Inaugural Address. All That's like all the big stuff. ones, all yes. the big stuff. All in there. of the, all of the things. There you go. That's yeah. That's healthy. Yes. So I'm gonna be reading through this. Well, you fire that in you know a couple of days. It's not closing a big deal. line comes out of here. I, this one will take me longer, I think, because the language is different. I'll have to yeah. read a lot it's of the shit narrative. more than once exactly to like, what are you saying? You mm-hmm. know, even just I read the deck started with the Declaration of Independence today, and even that, you know, you have to. You got to read some of it a couple of oh, times yeah. to be like, "What the fuck are you actually saying here?" You know, <laughs> exactly because the language is different. Yeah, the Declaration of Independence. Sorry, I appreciated uh, yeah, a huge portion of it. It's just a list. It's just a list of yeah. like these are the things that you are doing that are fucked up. Yeah, and, this is what we're pissed off about, yep, bro. And it seems like our duty to tell you what you're doing wrong before we completely secede from you. There you go. Yeah, it even says in there like it's uh would be improper or imprudent. It would be imprudent to, imprudent. to not list for you the things that well, yeah. you're doing, you know, before you know. we just peace out. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, even in the standard divorce, you got to have a reason. You can't just be like, yeah, we're out. Exactly. Right? It's a whole thing. Exactly. But I, I too, uh, you, you know, we talked yes. about it last time. Yeah, I've been reading, reading a book. J.G. Ballard. How is High it? Rise. It's dark and gritty. The song. Really Vincent. good. Oh, my God. Yes. <gasps> Thank you it? very much. Lonesome Lenny. I'm here for it. Don McLean. I'm writing it down right now. Oh. Shout out, Lenny. Always coming through with the haters. Lenny, if you're looking for a new book, we got the book club going. Remember, yeah. book club, this month's book is The Indifferent Stars Above by Daniel James Brown. It's about the Donner Party. It's very good, Lenny. Very good. And I just, I can't get over, like, uh, you, next episode, you got to come out with another, uh, or actually, we get a book club this Thursday, don't we? Coming yes. out? Yes. Yeah, this Thursday is the first uh, live stream for this book. Okay. If we, because uh, just the prose is so good in that movie every every sentence and paragraph is like yeah. perfectly designed to just hit you right where it needs to hit you yeah and that's only like the few you've read to me <laughs> and i did a good amount of dog earing in this one along the way so there's a lot of like um contextual things that he because he does a very good job daniel james Brown a very good job of 
breaking down like this was the hygiene of the time just things that were important to give context to everything so nobody understands that shit. yeah yeah no it's very good um so i have a lot of those things and also just some prose things yeah i read i'm like this is fucking incredible dog ear that one i'm gonna make sure i keep that so nice yes song vincent what have you watched this week what what was the last jim carrey movie that you guys watched me myself and irene oh right yeah we didn't well we were gonna do it on wednesday again but you know sometimes life gets in the way of date night yes but we ended up having a nice steak dinner and a lot of uh, good conversations and stuff like that but ended up not watching a movie although i did purchase bruce almighty for the occasion jake b he's out here jake b my copy just came in the mail love it oh buddy you're, yeah, you're about to about to get it. But yeah, yeah. we watched uh, we watched that, which again, uh, we talked a little bit about it last when we were hanging out. But it's like the movie's from 2000. And really? It's, it's it's it was a lot older than I thought. Uh, actually, I kind of thought it was like mid 90s. Maybe it was a little newer than I thought. But I didn't expect 2000s. And then I, I noticed a lot of the a lot of the humor in it. Like, ah, you ain't doing that right now. No. You ain't gonna make that movie again. No. And I also had forgotten how gorgeous Renee Zellweger was back in that time. Just absolutely gorgeous. Um, you could tell, though, like the old 90s dress styles and stuff were coming out, and it's like, ah, oh, come on. We we need to hurry up and get to the future. The 90s were a bad time for apparel. But, but yeah, the comedy in that movie is it's fucking great, back. man. He's got his three back. kids. They are. And it's not okay. I'm not okay with it. We moved. Talk- we moved past the '90s for a reason, people. I just talked to Jordan about that this week. I Literally, want, days I don't ago. want neon bullshit again. Okay, we're not it's, playing this game. It's not even that. We were at when we were in Gig Harbor. We tried to find those quail eggs, and we were in whatever supermarket that was. <laughs> that's right, the and quail um, eggs. like the baggy clothing is like a big thing that's coming back. Like especially for like girls, Jenko you know? jeans back in like, the day. Yeah, yeah. And I just told Jordan, I was like, I just. Like I'm just not a fan of it. You know, like I appreciate that when I was in high school, girls were wearing yoga pants and tank tops that's what girls are wearing when i was in high school and i'm fucking here for it now they're wearing sweatshirts that are too big for even their boyfriend to wear they're wearing jeans that are too big for their boyfriend to wear this is all it's too much i'm yeah. not here for it. i blame kim kardashian myself i don't exactly <laughs> know why but i'm pretty sure most of this is her fault <laughs> gotta blame somebody oh god uh, okay but sorry me myself and yeah, i we watched that it's a great movie the the three kids in that movie are the best part about that movie to be honest uh yes his, his three sons it's genius so boys. great yeah but you yeah, know for those of you who haven't watched jim carrey's got a split personality it's kind of like his uh his dark side and his good side you know he right. represses all of the anger and then eventually that comes out and but it's a it's a great it's a great ride. It's a great run. It still holds up to today. Uh, you definitely get a little guilty sometimes on some of the cheap laughs you get, um, <laughs> especially when you throw it in the twenty twenty two context. Jim Carrey's good for that though. He you is, know? and because he'll just steamroll right through it. Yes. But uh, we did that, <laughs> and then I don't know when we watched this. If it was before last show or not, stop me if I talked about this before. But Raised by Wolves on HBO no. Max. The show that I know Ridley Scott had a hand in. He directed the first two episodes. It's a sci-fi show about, like, colonization of humans. And there is a big war between the atheists and the religious people. And there's, like, most of humanity's dead now. And basically the only people that are alive are showing up to this new planet on, like, these arc ships. But the atheists sent these two androids there to like raise this first group of children and get settled. And then all of a sudden the dude, Travis Fimmel, I think the guy from Vikings, Ragnar from Vikings. Okay. Um, he's like the main dude that comes down and conflict between the atheists and the religious people. And it's a fucking great show, man. Lots of like deep 
human conflict ideas of like right and wrong and and you know religion versus zealotry and just passion versus logic and it's it's a very very great series if you're into any of that Interesting. stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's you kind of, it's real Ridley Scotty. We'll Raised put it by that wolves, way. You said? Raised by wolves. Raised by HBO wolves. Max season two just came out. Wolves. So we're we're there. Heavy that show. and we were watching season four of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is out. Okay. And okay. I will say if you haven't seen that, it's not. on Amazon Prime. It is phenomenal. It's about uh, a female comedian. It starts in the late fifties and we're up to the sixties now in this this season, but. Uh, it's like the Lenny Bruce era in comedy and people getting locked up for, you know, indecent, you know, language and stuff back right. in the day. And she's just this hilarious Jewish comedian in New York and it just follows her antics on stand up comedy. But third season kind of lost me. Yeah. And then I gave season four a shot when Carolina was like saying I had to. And then uh, I was not, I didn't regret it because season four, it's like they got their old fire back. So if you're into Marvelous Mrs. Maisel at all or like a good, um, good comedy it's, yeah. it's right there man all the episodes first two seasons are solid third's weird but then fourth is back to the gold excellent but that's where i'm at that's what i've been doing reading not as fast as you but i'm getting there okay. and then after this there's a book or no there's a movie called high rise based off the book right starring the dude that plays loki and oh so yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that but yeah, okay. i'm not going to touch that movie until i'm done with the, the book. guy's name is tom right tom, tom something tom something let me look it up yeah yeah tom something tom something sure. But new Batman's supposed to come out too, by the way. Let us know in the comments what your guys' favorite Jim Carrey movie is, right? Dude. Liar Liar, that's gold. That's a great yeah, movie. Liar Liar is a good one. God, what would Besides Liar Liar, what would you say is one of your first one of your favorite Jim Carrey's? Oh fuck. First one comes to mind. Dumb and Dumber, probably. That's a Dumb classic. And Dumb and Dumber is good. It's really um, good. Like, real good. Real good. It's, yeah, the, and none of the other ones, but the first one's solid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and then what's, what's that guy's name? That's What's the, what's his counterpart's name? Um, Jeff something, right? Yeah, Jeff something. I don't remember. He, I always say Jeff Bridges, and that's not It's not name, Jeff Bridges. No, but I always <laughs> say that. I always say that. But I know that's not it. No. Um, uh, dumb and Dumber. Yeah, because he did a bunch of movies with him back in the day. 1994, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. That's the Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Daniels. That's what it Jeff is. Daniels. That's great. I also watched Steve Jobs mm. with um, not Aaron Sorkin. What's his name? The same guy that was in Prometheus. Oh, uh, uh, Michael Fassbender. Fa yeah, Fassbender. Fassbender plays I always Steve get Jobs. Fassbender and the other guy mixed up. The two but, British guys that are really handsome. Yeah, it's not. It's not cool. <laughs> He's in the island too, with Scar with Scarjo. That's not Jeff Daniels. That is Jeff Daniels. Lenny's Shout out there. Lenny. Lenny always is Lenny, there for dude, us. Dude, Lenny was there. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny was, was there. there. He was there. Um, yeah. So I watched <laughs> the Steve Jobs movie. Jeff Daniels oh. isn't that Steve Jobs movie too? He plays Mark Markula. The fucking I pulled it up right beforehand on Hulu. Yes. New series about the, that Theranos Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. And it's got that, that girl from Ted 2 that looks like Gollum sometimes. Okay. Um, Amanda. Oh, okay. Like something a, or other. Like a, okay, like it's a, a biopic show. series. Yeah. Like and show, she show, plays Elizabeth series. Holmes. Word. And it goes through the whole Theranos thing. It's, it's out now. New episodes, I think, are Thursdays. There's only like seven out right now. She just got hemmed up, right? Elizabeth Holmes just got hemmed up? Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Her whole life right now is yeah. going I knew her going trial was going on and shit. Um, yeah, she's in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, do have to mention also uh, Nils put out a new video this week. PNW Nils yes. put out a new video with uh, Dr. Sly, and mm. then just yesterday, 
Denzel dropped a new song. Denzel yes, Two Yeah, dropped a new song yesterday. So I believe it's called Slide. I think um, it was. Yep. So make sure you guys check those out. YouTube, Spotify, everywhere they have music. Upper left, Denzel Two AM, yep. PNW Nils on YouTube. Look for Doctor Sly as well. He's working with a couple of different artists. Instagram is where he's doing a lot of his stuff. Um, I don't remember what here. I have my Instagram up right now. <laughs> I will. Out of 14 Media. That is what Dr. Sly's media company has switched over to. Is Out of 14? Yep. O-U-T-T-A, 14 Media, the number 14. Out of? So, yep, Out like of 14 that. Media. And this is the PNW Nils video promotional trailer. Oh, nope, that's James on board. My bad. There's Nils right there. Mm-hmm. What You Think. That's what it is. What You what Think. You think. It's the video they just put out, directed by Dr. Sly. Make sure you guys go check those out. Do you want to talk about some local stuff? Yeah. Okay. So let's do a two way update first, and then we will talk about the press conference that happened. Um, oh God, I, I almost forgot about the press conference. Yeah. Let's that do, was. Let's woof. actually do the press conference first because that okay. will be quicker, right? Okay. So on the twenty eighth, last day of the month, Jay Inslee, usually, almost always on Thursdays, right? Almost always on a Thursday, mm-hmm. he does. It's weird. It's very weird. He does these press conferences. Must so, like his three-day weekends. So we had a press conference. James Lee is the governor of Washington State. For anybody who's not here, sleeper comedy called Blow the Man Down is well worth watching. Excellent. Googling now. Excellent. Thank you very much, Lenny. We are out here. Um, okay, so James Lee, governor of Washington State. You guys know how we feel about James Lee. He's a bad human being. Yeah, we're not his biggest fan. So he had, we talked about the last time we were here that our... Mass mandate was going to end on the 21st of March. Jay Inslee had another press conference to say that we were going to move, roll it back to the 12th. So on the 12th will be the day that we get our rights back. What, what is it? We get some of our rights back. Yeah, some of our rights back. This is a week um, early. week early. Yes. Which we're all super jazzed about, but I'm so glad the science is going to change. The science has told us now that now. it will be okay on the 12th, even though last week, two weeks ago, the science told us that it needed to be the 21st. But I feel like... like it's almost like it's almost comic. The people on the left are like, "Oh, these conservatives are oh, the science changes." But that's what you're saying. Like that's a dumb thing for you to say. And it's not that the essence of what you're saying is not true, that our understanding of what is accurate scientifically does change over time, mm-hmm. but for you to be saying you need to follow the science just this narrative of the science. Like it's yep. like it's like the big lie, you know? Yep. It's a You ridiculous... coined this, okay? Yeah. You coined the ridiculous concept of the science. And now you're really upset now because nobody's deciding that it's important because we all understand how ridiculous it was from the concept. Yeah. The, not that I'm passionate about The narrative about this idea of the science is st- not stupid. <laughs> it's not good. It doesn't help anybody. Stupid. So this is a quote from Jay Inslee. Um, We're going to move forward as a state. Working as counties has not helped us. And if we remember, right, in the beginning, we were working as counties and then – we were working as sectors that were like districts of how the healthcare systems were organized. And then we yeah. were in districts for a mm-hmm. very short period of time. Yeah, we hunger games yeah, for a minute. We, it was, we were on the, the edge of having to volunteer as tribute. Like yes. we were right there. It was close. So the districts happened and then we went back to counties and now we need to move as a state. Yes. So again, with no explanation, it's just, oh, we've been looking at it the wrong way this whole time, even though. It, that was the right way at the time. There's no explanation of why it isn't the right way anymore. Just this is how we need to do it, right? <laughs> Again, I don't so disagree with what you're saying, but the complete inability or unwillingness to explain 
anything that you're doing just because why well, just know you mm -hmm. know i know better the science is telling me and i'm the one that is dictating the science to you so trust me does not give anybody any reason to trust you mm -hmm. it gives them a complete a complete opposite of that i have every reason to not trust you because you look like you're fucking lying and you're just changing whatever you want to say with whatever is most convenient yeah because what know? was it uh what essentially was to blame for the change in the policy at this point um i i believe there was reference to um they're going off of hospitalizations per thousand yes. that's what their number was and their model was saying by the 21st that's when we were going to be at five mm -hmm. Something, modeling and projections. Yes, and something in between. And then when they asked, right, because mm -hmm. someone asked specifically, I tested positive for COVID February 23rd and February 28th as a negative. Only had mild symptoms. We are Hot here. Damn. I'm happy to hear it, Lenny, because yeah. the first time we heard from you, we were very concerned. We are very concerned that might happen to you. You have a lot of complications. I'm very happy to hear, Lenny. Indeed. That you are just fine. Lenny. And by having that, too, like you've got the top tier at Good. this point, man. Good to go. You're, Plus, you're top you said tier. you were vaccinated, so that's literally mm -hmm. all those things. You have the best protection you could possibly yeah. ask for at this point in time from coronavirus. A fully loaded magazine of antibiotic. <laughs> I, yeah, that was, a, that was a stretch, bro. Out here. <laughs> out here, though. No, out here. So Lenny gets me excited. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, Let's see. And then he said, "We this is another quote. We are empowering families and individuals mm -hmm. to make the right decision instead of mandates. Make the right, right decision. We're bro. empowering you to make the right decision, even though, again, not even two weeks ago, we couldn't empower you. Sorry, three weeks ago, because we did an episode two weeks ago. We couldn't empower you to make the right decision. We needed to tell you what was done. Only now that you've almost definitely had coronavirus, like many people have, only now that, what, 70% of people are vaccinated, only now that all these things have happened that have worked in our favor and have done what we have asked to do now we can trust you to make the right decision from yourself when this first happened and we didn't know what's happening and you didn't know what was happening we couldn't trust you to make the right decision for yourself because you just you couldn't figure it out and couldn't figure same it reason, out same reason that pfizer needs to withhold some of their data or what was it the fda withheld some of the data because they were afraid people it, it will cause misunderstanding people won't understand yeah the data that's being presented so we left out this portion of the data because we don't want anybody to misunderstand what we're saying we're not even going to give you the information because you might you just you won't even get it. Mm -hmm. So just trust us when we tell you that this is what's happening. Bro, all you got to do is just listen. They tell you what to do. All you got to do is listen. I don't see what's so hard you about don't even that. Have to try out. Yeah, yeah, you don't even have to yeah. figure. I can't even remember no, how, how no. bad that was. Um, he did ensure that he made sure that we are we're going to continue to protect the right to do so regarding wearing a mask. Right, we need to continue yes. to pr to protect the right. God forbid an employer demand that they're. For whatever reason, because, again, like I said last time, I cannot imagine a world in which an employer tells their employee, you are not allowed to wear a mask when you are here. Mm -hmm. That seems crazy. I can't imagine yeah. a reason why an employer would say that. OSHA would be up your ass like if nobody's business, bro. L and I would be yourself. up your ass. You what can't you do that. About? Exactly. Yes. That's, so it's an insane fantasy that is it's used. It's a straw man. There you go. It's a straw man argument. Doesn't actually exist. Straw man argument to justify. Mm. Unless, of the, course, you're Ron DeSantis, because, you know, it's to justify <laughs> the retention of the emergency powers. Yeah. And he, he doubled down on that again, that that's we need to he has to keep his emergency powers because we need to make sure that we have access to federal funds, even though we're running a state surplus. The last time I checked, we we were flush with cash. We had an oh, we had money yeah. in the overflow fund to spend on shit. We were giving right? people millions of dollars for getting a jet. So. But we still we still need to maintain federal fund access, right? Mm -hmm. We need to maintain the ability to protect people's rights to wear a mask, and then I have a clip. 
Oh, let's hear it. I have a clip. Let's see the clip. I'm yeah, because this is the one I was thinking of at the time. But no, it was about his emergency powers talk. Yep. So let's see. Magic button. They don't believe the the numbers that you're, you're using are really up to date. They believe that the uh, the metrics are already in place. That there's enough room now to uh, reopen and and have everything happen today. And they don't believe you need to continue the emergency powers. Uh, why not end that? emergency today let them join you in all these decisions and if you need a another emergency just call it well i don't know what you're referring to uh keith so if they want to sit down with me and look at the numbers i'm hopeful i'm very uh, willing to talk with them they're open they're available the numbers are the numbers there's no question about this they just want to they've always wanted to follow donald trump that's the central problem here who first said this was going to be over by easter then he told us you can take horse deworming products and has always diminished our ability and who refused to help the state of Washington when I asked him to help. And the Republicans in this state have followed him and continue to follow him and continue to refuse to stand up to his coup attempt. So, you know, with all due respect, I will be happy to talk to them about the numbers. But we need this emergency order for the three reasons that I just articulated. We need it to protect hospitals so that people don't get sick from this still deadly disease by requiring masks in hospitals. We need it to protect employees, and apparently the Republicans don't care about employees who want to wear their masks. I do, because a lot of people in this state are still going to want to protect themselves by wearing a mask. It's true. It's, <laughs> that's, oh that is God. true. There are, I can guarantee there will be a shitload of people, a metric buttload, Yep. of people still wearing masks after <laughs> yeah after the mandate ends on the, on the 11th the evening of the 11th i guarantee there will still be and that's that's totally cool i don't care bro right. you should keep sporting them i don't care as long as i don't have to yes then i'm good right but yeah there, that was our that was state it's, republicans it's donald trump and um what was the other reason he gave it was like donald trump uh covid still killing people we need it because i need the funds this this is this is our fearless leadership of Washington yes. State here. He also said at one point, um, let's see if I can bitter and angry too, I might yeah. add. Um oh, we've ended ninety-five percent of the controversial of the controversial orders, right? And so it's clear the Republicans are not for workers, but he is. He said that on a clip there. Mm -hmm. but yeah, this this is the quote. We have ended 95% of the controversial orders. So it's fine. We don't because all the things you're complaining about, this is what he's saying. All the things you're complaining about, they're not even affecting your life anymore. So yeah. if we keep the emergency powers, what does it really affect you? Because 95% of the things are already done with. So even if they stay around forever, what does it matter? The legislature still is still working because I can request that they come back at any time because I have the emergency power. So if we really need something, I can demand that they come back and do it. Isn't it better if I can control when and the legislature does and does not work? Isn't that better? Because I can demand that they do it, right? Yeah. All these controversial things. Sounds monarchical. They don't even, it's not even there. It's better because I can access the emergency fund. So we should just keep it. Yeah. Why do we need to end it? Right? Why? If all these things are over, why do we need to end it? Mm -hmm. Because you're a fucking fascist. And this is a democracy. It's a, dem it's a dem democratic republic. This is not a monarchy. You do not rule the entire state as the executive. He has ineffective control of the legislature right now. And no one cares. Yep.
because the other 95% is done, right? Let's, we don't need to talk about all these things that I can control the legislature. We only need to talk about that I can make sure that you can still wear a mask because your evil, horrible, corporatist, overlord boss would strip your right to wear a mask for me because they don't care about you because they're a Republican. They're a conservative. They care about Donald Trump and they want to go with Donald Trump. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to do it. I need to make sure that I can keep these powers so I can protect you. That's what he's saying to you. That is what he's saying to you. He like how do you, how do you, how is the entire state not up in arms after a speech like that? Because they feel protected and they're just going oh, so safe now. You watch the fucking Twitter feed, dude, and it's so sycophantic. It's it's we love you, Jay Inslee. Thank you for saving us and protecting us from the evil, the but evil Republicans comments, and blah the live blah comments blah. Are when they're enabled, the complete opposite. They're the when they're enabled opposite. Yep. Yeah, Fuck I've noticed you, that too. No. Yes. It's bad, man. It's real bad. And that's the kind of leadership that leads us to uh, our our current state of Second Amendment affairs in this There's state. one more thing I want to hit on, Jay, okay. and then we can move on to that because there's a quote that he, so has, that he has here. <laughs> yeah. That I, it was because I started for a second. I, like, really agreed with him. For, like, a half a second, Whoa. I was like, oh, my God. I'm Life-shattering. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that he did. In this press conference, said he was ordering all state agencies to identify and terminate any Russian business ties that they had. Right? Oh, word, I was like, word, word. okay, I'm here for that. If you want to make sure that our state, because that's right up the tilt of of the far left, right? It's like yeah. we're not going to do this, and if that's what you want to do, I'm here for it. Because at this point, fuck Russia. They are actively infringing on the liberty of the Ukrainian people. They're trying to. They're actively infringing on the sovereignty of the Ukrainian people. I'm here for it. If you want to make sure the tax dollars aren't going to support the Russians, I'm here for it, right? So he says that, and then immediately says, and I'm emotional about this because, this is a quote, oh because our democracy was attacked on January 6th and <laughs> continues to be attacked by those who partake in the big lie. We are fighting for it in Washington. We're fighting for democracy. That's why, right? I, I remember that's why this. That's so emotional yep. because we are also fighting for democracy here. Yeah. On January 6th. January 6th is the same thing as what's happening in the Ukraine. Yeah. Right now, those 500 Russian soldiers that are dead, the thousands of Ukrainian civilians that are dead, murdered by Russian military, that's the same thing as January 6th. Yeah. It's the same thing. He, Governor Inslee, is basically the equivalent of Vladimir Zelensky. I mean, and he wants oh, yeah. to make sure that we know that. I mean, he is he, he's basically a wartime, you know, governor at this point. And we, we you know we should respect him as as much as we should. <laughs> is Jay Inslee up for re-election this year? Um, let's not, no, not this, this year. year. I'm no. going to his Wikipedia right now. He to did see. just survive a recall, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Because people have been trying to recall him for a while. Been but. in office since 2013. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I'm just trying Governor's to see the last bro. time that he was elected. Governors can hang out for a minute. Well, because the Lauren Culp election was a recall election, correct? That was he not was the general. In, he was elected in 2020. Oh, so it was. The election in 2020 was, was yeah, okay. was the vote. There That's was a was push for a against. recall that didn't make it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and recalls so, never make it, man. Inslee became the first Washington governor elected to a third term since Dan Evans was reelected in 1972. And so that means that he's in for the next, uh, what's 22 for, so two more years. And Jay Inslee will... Well, I was going to say, and then he'll be out, but he'll be up for re-election. So, um, yeah, because governors, I don't think have that. I don't that think pesky so. kind of term limit problem. I, I don't, don't think, think so. Because yeah, didn't like uh, Bloomberg do like four in New York or something, something like that? I don't know. Them governors get weird. 
And I bet you every state constitution spells it out pretty clearly. I would sure hope. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we doing here? So, yeah, good times. Um, yeah, so that was the last point that I had as far as the press conference goes, that just just remember, whatever's happening in the Ukraine, whatever it is, because it's, it's the same thing as January 6th. It's the it's same thing. The same thing that happened on January 6th. Another, our democracy is being another attacked. coup attempt. Yep. On our democracy. Coup attempt, yes, a coup attempt. It's too much. Where no members of the military are involved, no. where there's, uh, you know, the only person who's killed is, I don't know, a civilian. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very... Very interesting. Soft-ass motherfucker. Uh, yeah. So next we have a 2A update for the state. Um, Yay! We've talked a lot about this over the last few weeks. Um, and last night, the worst Friday, was the closing of the legislative session for Washington State. And we have the magazine ban that was passed last night and also the ghost gun bill that was passed last night. Um, do you – can you tell me – Yes. <laughs> the, the when I read the bill for the magazine ban, it was mm. ten. Even this yes. morning on the radio, they said it was fifteen. Was that did, did she misspeak? Is that what it is? Because I, I feel believe like even, she misspoke. I feel like even the article I have, yeah, I have it here. I mean, I have the actual engrossed Senate bill, and it's ten, it, right? And it was ten when I read it this morning. Yeah, and this says ten also. Yeah, engrossed Senate bill. Oh, I got it right here. It was ten rounds. It's towards the top. Yeah, no, I know it's 10 rounds. We're going to go ahead and say that, and then if I need to add a correction to it, we will, but I'm, yeah. I'm so fairly confident it's 10. It was introduced as 17, as we went over the last time, and then yeah. after it was brought onto the floor, it was amended down to 10, which is obviously an attempt to mislead people, um, because even when we talked about it, I was like, oh, well, at least it's 17. Not like at least it's 17, but... They're doing this because people said 17. All the times that people complained about 10, they said 17 is a standard number of rounds. It's very common number of rounds in a, in a 9mm handgun, a full-size 9mm handgun to 17. So introduced to 17, amended to 10, passed through the House and then through the Senate, and now is on his way to Jay Inslee's desk, where he will definitely sign it into law. All right, here we go. So I know. Uh, quote, large capacity yes. magazines means an ammunition feeding device with the capacity to accept more than 10 rounds of ammunition more than 10 or any conversion kit part or combination of parts which or from which such a device can be assembled if this part or possession or under the control of the same person so yeah 10 rounds there it is right there this wow this is the magazine you can't have that for the handgun that i carry every single day this is the magazine that came with my firearm this is the magazine that will continue to be in my firearm this is the magazine that my firearm was made Damn. to accept i got a 10 i got a 10 round in yeah no you know, i only have one 10 round i think the rest of them are larger Shisha. so um so that's the fun title of my last piece that we wrote for the newsletter which again mm. on the patreon if you want to go there become a patron help us make more better content um i think you're still in the search yeah i got like uh, i just got tap into obs otherwise it doesn't like it when um, i switch cameras <laughs> yeah so the title of my last piece for again on the patreon go there subscribe help us make more better content is if you do not try i will not comply i did everything that i could as an individual i know that fifteen thousand other people in this state did everything they could to try and get the legislature to understand what they were doing because i feel very very confident that the people who just passed this law don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. they don't know what they're talking about they have minimal if any understanding of firearms the way that they work Probably the Second Amendment as a whole. Um, 
I will not comply with this. This is absolute Chris. I don't, there's a grandfather clause. There's all the things. I, I don't care. I don't care. If I go somewhere, if I have the opportunity to buy a magazine with more than 10 rounds in it, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. I will sell them to other people. I will give them to other people. I don't care. I, I am, I am telling the state now I am doing this. I am, for the rest the of the time that I exists. live in this state and this is a law, I will break this law. I will not comply with this. I will not comply. It's an unconstitutional law. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. The next one is obviously the ghost gun bill that passed. Um, I, have, I have a piece here. This is from the Alliance for Gun Responsibility. They put out – I'm going to go ahead and send this to you. Yep, they put out a statement last night because they're just so jazzed. Um, jazzed. Pulling up signal. <laughs> Update available. I love the updates. So much signal all the time. Yeah, I'm just going to send it to you in our regular one because our group conversation didn't switch over to here. Yeet. But um, Yeah, so this is from the Alliance for Gun Responsibility. They're just so jazzed that we've done this. So I'll read part of this statement here. Olympia, Washington. Today, the Washington State Senate approved two vital gun responsibility bills, HB 1705 to prohibit ghost guns and HB 1630 to restrict firearms at public meetings and elected related election-related locations, right? And the second one I want to touch on just for a second, because this has to do with prohibits open carry at local government meetings and restricts firearms at school board meetings and election-related offices and facilities. The issue that I have with this, I'm sure a lot of people may not understand, is a little bit of a deeper kind of gun guy view, right? This directly falls in line with the idea that guns are scary and guns are bad. Mm -hmm. Because if you see a gun, that person wants to hurt you. This is called in here uh, an intimidation bill, right? That's exactly what it's called. It's to help in this particular statement. It says somewhere about intimidation. Um, Gun violence, gun violence is preventable. This bill will make our elected officials, all residents who want to make their voices heard at public meetings safer. No one should have to experience the threat of gun violence to participate in civil life. Um, sharing your voice and your opinions, not your gun, is what makes your democracy go round. So this, again, falls directly in line with guns are scary. Guns are bad. If someone has a gun around you, they want to hurt you probably. It's not because they want to protect you. It's not because they want to protect yourself. It's because they want to intimidate you into doing what they want. Now, isn't it interesting that we can get language like that in a constant – we have a constitutional open carry state. How is that – I mean, what what are we talking about now? I mean, you're you're in a state where you're allowed to con- you're constitutionally, it is uh, uh, I don't want to say allowed, but for lack of a better term at the moment, say it's constitutionally allowed to carry a gun with you in an open forum anywhere in the state. It yeah. is constitutional. It is your constitutional right as a citizen of Washington State to do that. Not anymore. But it's also intimidation now. Yep. I don't. I don't quite. Oh, here's here's it is. Uh, in 2021, it's the final paragraph. The legislature took action to reject armed intimidation by prohibiting open carry at the Capitol protest mm-hmm. and demonstrations. Yeah, HB 1630 that. extends yeah. this safeguard by prohibiting open carry at public local government meetings and prohibiting the known the knowing carry and possession of firearms at school board meetings and election related offices. So it's not even open carry. You can't even have a gun at the school mm-hmm. board meeting in general. Which you is... can't conceal carry here. You can't do any of that shit here. Fuck you. Fuck no. you. I was say, how does that not completely and utterly go against? These are government institutions telling you you cannot use, you cannot exercise your Second Amendment right. I mean, that's what it, that is in direct violation. Am I, am I totally missing the base here? I don't no. understand how the government can say no, you cannot have a weapon on you if you come to our property. It, that's, it's kind of, it feels like, 
unless I'm missing something. That's like the entire, you've just completely usurped the Second Amendment altogether. You're the only people allowed not to tell us that. Yes. I don't. Okay. So this is just fun. We're just living in, the Constitution's just a piece of paper. I forgot. The next one is 1705. I mean, I have the actual language from, excuse me, the ghost guns. Yep, this is the ghost gun bill. And this is from actually my article because this is from the bill itself. Excuse me. That I pulled. Uh, 1705 is to prohibit any person from the manufacturer causing the manufacturer or causing the assembly of an untraceable firearm, right? So that means that's from. There's a lot of causal language there that I'm yes. highly uncomfortable yep, with. Yeah, that's from. The bill itself, and this is from this article from the Alliance for Gun Responsibility, 1705, sponsored by Rep. Liz Berry, D36, uh, restricts the manufacture, assembly, sale, transfer, purchase, possession, transport, and receipt of ghost guns, untraceable, unserialized firearms, and unfinished receivers. It was approved 26 to 23. Um, Contraband. Yep. So, and then later down it says, ghost guns are unserialized and untraceable firearms that anyone, including prohibited purchasers, children, domestic abusers, and gun traffickers can buy online at gun shows or from local dealers. They're That's often, a lie. They're often sold through kits, including all the parts, equipment, and instructions necessary to build these weapons at home. Ghost guns are not serialized, making it difficult for law enforcement to trace their origin and easy for gun traffickers to divert them into the criminal market. Again. I'm telling you. <sighs> gun traffickers are not selling ghost guns. No. They're, that's not. That's not how any of that works. No. Um, so <laughs> it's, I mean, there are many things that you can do and I'm going to tell everyone now there are jigs that you can go and buy online to finish your own receivers. Um, so I, jig being like a template, you can run some tools you around use, and, all and buy a router. You can do these things. I'm not going to go into too deep of detail, but I'm again, and I will not comply with this. The I'm not, I just, I just picked up a 3d printer. You can, you cannot stop the signal. You cannot I'm, stop the signal. I'm. I will not comply. I, mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. I am not doing this. We are seeing right now on the other side of the globe in multiple nations why civilians should have firearms that the government doesn't fucking know about. Yep. You shouldn't know about everything that I have. You should not know. That cuts directly against the Second Amendment. You should not know. It is none of your goddamn business. You should not know. It doesn't matter. You cannot stop the signal. I will not comply. I'm not doing this. I will not do this. I will print and I will cut out whatever the fuck I want. I am not doing this. Amen. No, it's a whole, it's a whole hashtag. If you want to go follow, it. you cannot stop the signal. You cannot, cannot stop, stop the, the signal. signal. Hashtag no. cannot stop the signal. Nope. Hashtag can't stop the signal. Can't stop the signal. Not doing it. Yeah. You you cannot defeat this. If if gun traffickers continue to traffic guns, why do you think that this will work? Wasn't there just a giant? record bust of like well, of a cartel two, with two a years. bunch of american guns that we sold them back there in fast and the furious again i'm not doing this yeah. i i will not comply with this i will continue to print and cut out whatever i want i'm not doing this this is completely unconstitutional this is a direct cut against your rights this is a direct attempt by the washington legislature to disarm you while Speaking in favor and in support of Ukrainian militias. Yeah, weird, they're right? actively doing the same thing while trying to disarm you. They're taking the same weapons from you, lesser weapons from you, than the, than the Ukrainians are using to defend themselves right now. Yeah. To defend their own country right now. Now, mind you, logical fallacy here, easy to spot. But 
if someone was to take the if they were tried to argue well the government's handing out guns to the civilians now so that they can defend themselves why don't we just do that what's wrong with that scenario donovan uh, I don't know. I would rather <laughs> lay up, dunk. Yeah. Would you <laughs> Would you rather have to learn how to use a gun in five seconds, or take as long as you want? And actually, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Right? You know how long it takes to be good at shooting. I'm fucking terrible at shooting now. No, you're I've been not. shooting for three years now. Right? No, he's it's not. It's he's not easy good. to be good at shooting. No. It doesn't happen in five seconds. So uh, that seems ludicrous, right? How also, about the fact that like. What makes you think your government's going to be the one giving you guns? Why why isn't it your government yes. overthrowing you and throwing you into camps, not someone else's? Well, and it's my understanding that I've just, I've heard that before. No, the last certainly. couple of days I'm like, you guys? No, and it's it's my understanding that Ukraine gave up the nuclear arms that they had for yeah. agreements of protection from Russia and the United States. What the fuck are we doing now? We're talking actively about nuclear warfare for a war that's happening in Ukraine. Hmm. So, hmm. it seems like there are a lot of very obvious examples of why you shouldn't disarm yourself and yeah. why the government doesn't have the ability to take your guns from you right mm -hmm. people are being locked up and we've gone over this so many times there are there are literally quarantine camps in australia right now those people don't have firearms mm -hmm. they don't have them you're not allowed mm -hmm. to have them right it's yeah. it's against the law there's all this talk we'll get into later kevlar vest and like all this bullshit deer and kevlar vest and all this stuff oh my god i love that one the second amendment the second amendment is not not for hunting. It has nothing right? to do with hunting. It's, it's not. It's not for animals. It's nope. not for. I'm gonna. I mean, it could be used for, uh, like, when you live in an area where there are wild animals. It it could be utilized to defend yourself from the elements and from nature. But that that's almost like a happy side effect of being armed. It's it's not the sole intent. It's not why it's in the governing documents no. of the nation. That's no. that's it's a that's it's there ensconced in government documents so that it can be used in and around the situations regarding government and your safety the second amendment is for tyrants not for animals Ooh, okay Ooh, i like that and um that's actually i'm gonna go ahead and send you where did you find that this... little piece of uh glory yep that's from this video that i saw let's see share to yep yep Oh, um, I never would have shared a messenger. I'm going to so, message it to you so on scary. Instagram. Oh, Jesus Instagram. Except oh, it's an Insta to, message. Yeah. Except when it tries to make me do it, share to direct. Yeah, it's it's not easy just to share stuff. No, man, especially Instagram. Which, um, while you're doing that, just to let everybody know, the uh, Lex Friedman podcast had uh, an episode with the Ooh. Mark Zuckerberg man. Zuck and as a like compared to his normal videos he usually gets around within like the first week 250 to 500k views this he did the other day at 2.2 million already Ooh, obviously Jesus. a big deal but i can't wait to check that out Marcus. fucking meta father himself so i sent you just a short just a short video on the insta yep okay let me check this out real quick cha -cha, cha -cha. what did i do with instagram yep and it pertains to joe biden but this is where i got this from and this is so bad um it's on your personal one. Oh. Well, in that case. Oh, I can send it to I can do this. Poor four. I don't even know no. what my login is, to no, be perfectly honest. I keep it on my phone because my phone remembers my login. But when I get a new phone, I'm going to be really screwed. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. know what my login is. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Okay, let's see here. Shifty, shifty. Grab. Oh, it's got to load. Fucking meta. It's the latest and greatest. 
jumping over. Okay, what are we seeing here? Is there sound? There is. We got sound. I think the deer are wearing Kevlar vests? High-capacity magazines will open 100 rounds. You think the deer are wearing okay, Kevlar vests? Okay. Also love the, uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio there for a minute. That's just classic. Yeah. I'm telling you, the left can't meme. The ma the left can't create good, good, you know, I don't know if you'd call that a meme video. That's a meme, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Left can't meme, dude. The right's got that shit in spades. Yeah. That's a legit video. Um. I live in Massachusetts, and getting a gun permit is like going through the act, yeah, like getting through an act of Congress. Amen, dude. That's it, not okay, Lenny. And it shouldn't be that way, especially in one of one of the, the original, OGs. Yeah, in one of the original colonies, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be this way. Shays Rebellion in Mass. I can't remember. Don't put that on me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't you're you're like my uh, you're like my go-to for U.S. Yeah, history. No, sometimes don't put that on me. Word. All right, um, I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> it, it shouldn't be that way. This is should a, not be. This is a direct infringement on the Second Amendment. We have every reason to believe that the government will not protect you if we find ourselves in a situation like they are in Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. You should not trust the government to protect you. They do not have the capability to protect everybody in the United States. They do not have the capability. They don't have the power. They don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the logistical understanding. They don't have the ability to protect the entirety of the United States from some from itself. Yeah. They don't do that. have the power to protect you, especially if they are the ones trying to kill you. This is not right. This is unconstitutional. We talked about the magazine ban. There were 15,000 people compared to the just over 1,000 that did not want this. They voiced their opposition to these bills and they passed them anyway. They do not care about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about your rights. They don't care about your safety. They don't care about your protection. They don't care. They do not care. You should not trust them. You have no reason to trust them. You need to trust yourself, and that's why you need this. That's why everyone needs this, because you can trust yourself. I'm very upset about this, obviously. I'm very upset about this. Um, I said, I, I will not comply with this. Mm -hmm. You cannot stop the signal. I will continue to print and cut out whatever I want. I, will I mean, this is the most egregious overreach in, in yeah. 2A that I've experienced personally as in our lifetimes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's this is a pretty big one. It's it's highly upsetting. So I think on that lovely note, if you would like to uh, maybe wrap up this segment. Yeah, I, I believe know, that, that, that is the last else? thing. No, I believe that's all that I have okay. here. We have, let me ask you this, pop culture, 2A update. Can confirm, by the way, pressure. Shay's Rebellion. Uprise, an armed uprising in western Massachusetts. There you go. There you go. Damn, I feel proud so, of myself. What we're going to do again, we talked about this. The stream is not going to end. We're nope. going to go to a quick break stream. We'll be back in three minutes with some beers and empty bladders. Indeed. And I'm doing the pee-pee dance, we'll baby. We'll be back for our next segment. It's going to be segment number two. We're going to talk about the State of the Union. Amen. So tune in, and we will be back in three minutes, everybody, while you're away, while we're away, I want to again remind you to like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube. Go over, if you are not, if you don't follow us on Instagram, go to the Instagram at Salt of the Streets. Facebook, fuck Facebook, Salt of the Streets. Salt of the Streets.com for all the information, including our personals right there. Alpaca underscore Don on Instagram. 
Salto Street on Twitter, Big Burafi on both of those things. Subscribe, like, follow, share, tell your friends. We'll be back in three minutes, everybody. Peace. Welcome to the south of the streets. Coming at you every week. With this food for thought, hope you're ready to eat everything.